Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Last Journey Podcast, where today we're going to be talking all about marketing and my best practices for marketing with a team. I like to think I'm a little bit good at it, so I just want to tell you all my tips and secrets, and hopefully some of this helps you to be able to motivate your team as well. Um, So let's get right into it. Let's talk about what is different about marketing. Um, Now it's 2023 and things are changing, right? Like we are noticing some different spending patterns with clients. And I think a lot of that probably has to do with the recession or the impending recession. And um, what that means for people is that they are spending a little bit more intentionally, I've found. So we are noticing um, back when, I don't know, like November, December, when normally we are so, so busy. I know my studios are usually at like max capacity. All of a sudden, I'm starting to see a little decline in services and it kind of got me spooked a little. I'm like looking at my numbers, like I've never seen numbers this low um, before, not necessarily in our, like what we were bringing in, but as far as um, how booked we were. So like how many hours we had available versus how many hours we were actually booked, our utilization or productivity. And I started noticing that that number was going down in a month that I would have thought that we would be doing great. So I really had to pull back to the basics of of business knowledge and know like what kind of affects that. And I started really pouring into something called um, perceived value or like how others are viewing your business. Because in my opinion, if I'm going to spend money with a brand, it is because I believe in their values. I'm aligned with their values. And what marketing is going to come down to is how do you get your clients to really align with the values that you've set forth in your own company? So I think the first step with that is to actually define what those values are. So you're going to need to define your mission, your vision, your values. I talk about this all the time. But, um, you know, I think that the other thing you need to think of when it comes to that is how that is going to set you apart from other people in our industry. Because, you know, after COVID hit, we saw this huge influx of new lash artists and people into our industry, new beauty providers that are, you know, now getting to the point where three years later, like they're pretty good too. So it's not just that good work that is standing out anymore and and bringing clients in. If you want to become a client magnet and you want to become that person that all of the clients are, are wanting to come to naturally, it's not necessarily your work. It's how you are communicating your brand message to them. So I want to help you figure out how to do that today. And, um, Like I said, first step, we're going to actually define what it is. But then what I need you to do is figure out how you are going to take that mission, vision and value um, that you've set forth for your company, the values. And I want you to figure out how you can properly communicate that to your employees to help you with marketing. Now, I know some of you are probably going to think I'm crazy because there is such a huge divide in the industry. And I see so many um, business owners who are putting it out there like, oh, I, I, I don't want my employees to market. I want everything to be cohesive. I want to control the marketing myself. Um, what else do I hear? Don't I, I've heard don't let your employees market because, um, you know, maybe they don't have your same messaging. And I would probably say that's the furthest thing from the truth for how I run my business and how I want to grow my business because I am super big into 
creating these like this healthy environment in my workplace. And I think that, you know, if we all buy into the vision, we can all help the business move forwards to that. So how do I do it? Or how did I start getting them involved in it? Well, I'll tell you the mistakes I made first. So I knew how important defining the mission, vision, and values were. And I knew how important it was to communicate that in my messaging um, in my social media by not just posting, you know, here's, here's a fresh lash set, book the appointment. Here's permanent makeup, book the appointment. I knew that we had to kind of get into the minds of our clients and um, communicate what we were trying to do, not just sell all the time, but connect with them and show them what our brand is about and what our employees are about and why we love what we do so much. All of that goes into, you know, proper marketing and effective marketing. That's a good word. So um, when it came time to really kind of like ramp this up, you know, I, I am very lucky to have a social media director on board with me. She is an employee who happens to be a manager for me too, who took a really great, um, liking to social media, to learning how to create reels. And she had a very like natural affinity to it. And we work very well together. She's, she was super coachable and we've been working these past couple of years to really fine tune everything and get it right. But when we started realizing that we needed to kind of create this new content, not just the like, here, here's some pretty work. Um, and we needed to really get into showing the personalities of our employees, showing the, um, personalities of our clients and what our clients like, like we knew that we had a little bit of a product project ahead of us. And, um, we started brainstorming ways to get our employees to buy on because I will be the first to tell you that at first they wanted nothing to do with it. So, um, I, I know that we were getting frustrated because normally we would just be like, you know, send us a picture of lashes, send us, send us a video of lashes. Like we'll do everything for you. Like, don't worry about it. Um, but for them, it just wasn't habit. And I don't really think that they understood like what they were going to get out of it. And when you have, especially when you have commission-based employees, sometimes, um, or gosh, yeah, yeah, even hourly, like sometimes when you have employees, like they, they just expect like you to do the marketing where I see a lot of, um, a lot of other coaches out there, people in the industry who are saying like, you know, you, you are the one that wants to control that. You should be as the salon owner, you should be the one who's taking care of that. And employees just want to sit back and do nothing. Like I, I don't necessarily buy into that because I know that what it comes down to is communicating with your employees and like trying to actually understand like what it is they do or don't like and why and how you can move past that point. So for me, when I first started to trying to get our employees to, um, to, collect content for us. There was definitely a little bit of pushback and it was like really frustrating at first, but then as soon as it clicked with me, um, things just got so much better. And here's, here's what I did. Um, I had them, we, we went into our like monthly meeting and I sat them down and I was like, okay, talk to me talk to me, communication guys. So talk to me and tell me what it is about content that like you're either worried about or scared about, or like what makes you not want to do it. And, um, I got a lot of answers like, you know, I just, I don't know what you like, what you would expect. I don't know if my work is good enough. I'm really self-conscious about my work. I don't know how to take content. And these were all super, super valid responses. But at the same time, those were really easy responses to be able to coach through because 
I can show them like what we're looking for. I can show them um, my my studio manager, her process for how she strings reels together and like how we like good lighting and like the like just by telling them what kind of clips that we needed to get. I think just communicating that was like part of the puzzle. I think that if if you just like give an employee, you know, a task like hey, I just need you to create content. We need content. We need content. Like you seem like, you know, you're you're just like a dictator who's just trying to get things and they don't know why they're doing things. They just think you're giving them a new job for or a whole different job for no reason. So I think being able to sit down and like ask them what was holding them back. And then once I actually explained to them what I was trying to do with our mission, our vision and values and how we were communicating that to the clients like I already knew my employees were bought into those three things. But when I told them why I was asking for content and it like all of a sudden just dawned on everybody like, oh, OK, like this makes sense. You know, like I, I kind of explained to them, like if we are not ahead of this, like the people who are are going to end up kind of taking our place. Like it doesn't matter that we've been around for a really long time. It doesn't matter that our clients love us. Like they're looking for something different. They're looking for somebody to align with and they want to make sure that, you know, we are giving the best customer service, but people are looking to social media pages now to really understand like, is this a brand that I want to book with? And at the end of the day, the health of the brand depends on like the health of the brand, like their their paychecks, the people who are coming in, like that's a collective effort. Like we are a team effort when it comes to that. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, I'm just telling them like, I'm going to do everything that I can do to make sure that people are continually coming in for you guys. But if we're not doing anything, we need to understand at the same time what the implications of that are going to be. And I think the best thing to explain to them and show them was what that the fact that I do track the numbers of the business and the fact that I could speak to the fact that that things were changing and we weren't, you know, 90% booked out all the time, 85% booked out all the time. Now we're seeing numbers like 77, like 74 one month. And um, those percentages are a little bit scary when you're not used to that. And I know for a fact that my employees have been seeing those gaps on their books. So it was like a collective group effort of like, hey guys, what can we do to strengthen the business and make it better? Like, I'm going to give you all the tools, right? Like I'm going to, I'm going to coach you. I'm going to do all these things, but like, we're going to figure out like how to make things work synergistically together to get to that end mission. And when you have employees who are like truly down for you and loyal, like it's like all you have to do is really talk to them about it and like they get it because they respect you and they respect the business and they love where they work and it's a healthy environment. Like, you know, I'm not coming down on them for, um, you, you know, I'm not like driving them into something that doesn't make sense. And I think that's that's really the biggest difference is when you just start making up rules for no reason and people don't understand why you're making those rules they're gonna push back no matter what it is. It could be dress code, it could be vacation policy or like telling somebody that they can't have off. Like employees just wanna be in the know. And I think that as soon as I really explained to them why I was asking for this or why we were doing this, it just got so much better from that standpoint. And then the second thing that I did, which was really cool, was um, I, started making my monthly, like in, I was incentivizing them with contests. So when I do that, um, what I like to do is think about like, okay, as a business, as a whole, what do we need more of? And right now at that moment, um, it was content. 
it was content and under like really making it easy for them to get it. So the first thing that we did was created what we called content bingo. And we took just like a whole list of, you know, a a sheet and we made a bingo sheet out of it and had specific things that we were looking for in each of those squares. So like, for instance, it could be um, like a fresh full lash set or giving a client a lash bath or making, you know, a few different volume fans. We had like these little specific things and all of those things were well thought out by my social media director and I as to um, how is this going to connect with the client? How is this going to, what, who is this speaking to and what are we trying to do with it? Because we, you know, we have a couple of different marketing pillars. We like to educate. Um, We like to educate our clients. We like to educate other estheticians and we want to connect with our clients and show the beautiful work that we do. So some of those were showing off the work, but some of them were things like, um, you know, a client interview or interviewing. This is one of my favorite ones, interviewing the actual employee. So having them give a video, um, basically answering a couple of questions that I set out, like, why do you love what you do? Why do you love working at LaBelle? Why do you, you know, whatever else, something that you know that a client would watch and be like, wow, that seems like a really great person. Like I, I, this seems like a really great person. This seems like a really great studio. I align with this values and like what these values and what that person just said. And it makes it that much easier for them to book. So it's like almost showing your personality. Like it's not just, it's not just a business. It's not just the business owner. It's really like pouring into your employees and having people connect with them. And I think, um, you know, I can't speak for all salon owners, but I think that from some of the polls that I've done, I find that a really common, um, collected opinion is that sometimes salon owners get a little bit afraid of people truly connecting with their employees because they think that the employee is just going to take their business and run. And I personally think that's, you know, it, it could be, but I think that it's the furthest, furthest thing from the truth. And I think um, one of the most important things that I want you to think about, and this even comes down to um, social media handles. So this is a big thing in our industry. You know, you see some salons that have like so-and-so at this salon and that's their social media handle. I recently did a poll asking different salon owners why they did that. And um, some of the some of the answers were, you know, they were looking for um, cohesiveness. They thought that it just looked cleaner, that if somebody was searching the salon name, they could see the employees um, and whatnot. Um, Some other people said that they felt that, you know, they liked to run the page because their employees don't want to have to do it. They will answer the client's inquiries to the employees and like they basically have control of all of that, too. Well, to me, I'm like, dang, I who what salon owner wants to sign up for that right now when like the name of the game for us is to figure out like how to walk away and how to not work harder. You know, if I was not only like if I was answering my salon messages and I was having to answer all the messages of all my employees, that would get really, really tiring. Like I don't want to have to look at my phone that much. So how can we make this easier? Um, And at the same time, how can we breed a healthy work environment? And this is going to sound crazy, but um, as a mom of two, I fully believe like when it comes to parenting, I believe that, you know, empowering your children or in the case of a business, like empowering your employees to know that like you trust them as employees. And if you are hiring the right people, you should know that they are trustworthy, right? Like I don't hire anybody if I get that like gut inkling feeling that I'm not going to trust them or I don't keep them on my team if that's the case, you know? So I put full trust in my employees as individuals 
I know that it is my job as the salon owner to make their work environment as cushy as possible and to empower them to make the right decisions with their marketing. If I'm if I'm communicating the messaging to them and they know like my employees know like we don't really we don't really um cuss in our or curse use curse words in our copy, right? So my employees know that they don't they shouldn't be doing that. They know that we don't put clients down. We know they know that we don't make fun of clients. We don't get into all of that. Like we are just all a happy, healthy, like positive, um, put it out there. And like, they all buy into that because like, they've really embodied that vision for themselves and like their own books too. So I don't know, like call me crazy, but I think that treating people like individuals is going to like make them love working for you even more. And I can honestly say, I really haven't had an issue with that. I've had people leave. I've had them, you know, like continue to take their own handles because I don't own their handles. Um, and guess what? Like people still stay, the people that want to stay with us, the clients that want to stay with us, they still stay with us. You know, it doesn't matter if this person, like it's 2023, like it doesn't matter if this person has this handle or that handle, they're going to find that person either way. So if that is your only reason for wanting to keep the employee handles like that, I would, I, I just want you to throw that out the window. Now the cohesiveness, like I could totally see that. I think sometimes it does seem cleaner, but um, you know, Instagram bios are searchable now. So if you have that person's name and then you have like for me, for instance, I have like some of my employees have like so and so at LaBelle Studio in their bio, but they have their own handles. They run their own pages. I trust them. It's OK. Like I I know that like these people might go on one day and run their own businesses. But I also know that I can get like a really good like anywhere from like two, five, six, like some of my employees have been with me seven years. Like I know that I'm providing that good workspace where they feel comfortable and they don't feel like somebody's coming down on them all the time to where they can actually use their own creativity to create really cool content. And I think when you have like cool little contests like that and the other employees are, you know, joining in and they're seeing it, um, you know, that also like breeds for a really cool, fun environment because, you know, then they're asking each other for help and they see that, okay, well, that person's doing it. I think I can figure it out too. Um, The key to that is when you do incentivize your employees to have a really cool like prize at the end of it, something that they want. I don't necessarily, actually, I typically don't make it money. I feel like my employees aren't necessarily really motivated by money per se, but I like to motivate them with like gifts. So um, in this case, when we did that content bingo, um, a ticket to LashCon in October in, in California that was on the table. So somebody won that contest with content bingo and they get to go to LashCon in October. Um, we do stuff like that all the time. So with, um, that being said, like I I've done that maybe like twice this year. And then what we do with all of that content from all my like 14 different service providers is we just bank it. We have like now two months of content worth of like all of these things that they collected. We did content bingo one month and then another month I assigned points to different types of content that they could give. And I'm um, like, so for instance, if they did an employee interview or yeah, an employee interview like with themselves or if they did a client interview, something that really takes a little bit of extra effort and connection, like they would get five points for that. If it was something simple like washing your client's lashes and video, video recording it, that would be one or two points. And I had this little system for them to kind of like play around with and just like made it a fun game. And now I have like so much, um, 
so much content banked that we can then like string it into reels later and I don't have to nag them all the time for it. And the cool thing about that is now a lot of them are just in the habit of doing it anyway. Or if I see a cool reel, um, I can just send it to one of them and say, hey, like, can one of you guys make this or can one of you guys record this? And they're not as afraid anymore because now they've just like gotten it out of the way and they realize that it's fun and it's not like, you know, I'm not asking them for it like a hundred percent of the time, like where we're still like recording videos and doing that. But like by making it fun, it doesn't feel like work and everybody benefits at the end of the day. We collab with the employees. It helps the views to go up. They get more bookings from it. Like it's just a win-win situation all around. And I think that, um, you know, the fact that we do have that like commission-based structure where the sky's the limit when it comes to earnings, like they want to do anything that is going to help their book grow. So, I mean, I think it's great. Um, I think that the collabs are really cool. And again, I just like, I really feel like treating your employees like you trust them is, is key there. And, um, if you have been on the fence about whether or not to do that with your own salon, just think about it. If you have any questions, like, please feel free to ask me. I've been doing this a long time. Um, when it comes to, um, having employees obviously, and I, and I've never had them do that. So, um, and clearly I'm like not having too many problems from it. So I, I just implore you to think outside of the box and do something a little different with that. So my goal for you here is to just make sure that you have clients coming in on a consistent basis and that you're not having to overthink it. Use what you have to your best ability, like as a salon owner, get your team involved, get somebody on your team like to possibly help out with your social media or if there's nobody that has that true um, natural talent, like outsource it. Think about the things that are most important to you when it comes to marketing and find somebody who aligns with your vision and values with that too. And I hope that helps. And I will talk to you next time on the Last Journey Podcast. Thanks.